Welcome to Chaos at Ringside. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there, well, uh, he's just my best friend, Mr. Our Device. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. Wrestling. I always have to, every once in a while, throw a sincere one in there. And just so jokes are more um, funny. All right, so um, yeah, today we're just going to get caught up because we haven't had a chance to really sit down and talk wrestling in detail. I mean, me and the people. Wrestling and entertainment. Yeah, because I'm definitely going to mention a few things about entertainment companies. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we'll probably start there just to get that stuff out of the way and then move Why into not? wrestling. Um, yeah, so we'll just try and cover everything because there's a lot of stuff. The first thing I want to cover, just because it, it genuinely made me laugh out loud when I read this, and I have to share it with you. Apparently, we were duped by WWE. They got well, what yeah. they wanted from us. How? Okay, so here here's the genius plan. If you remember, they recently renamed Walter, and the name that they gave him was the name of a Nazi uh, U-boat commander. And everybody yep. thought this was clearly just a horrible, horrible idea. I think Indeed. we said the same thing. Oh, no. No, no, no. This was a genius plan. Because what WWE wanted people to do was to talk about Walter. So he got AEW on their TV as well to talk about the name change, thereby getting free advertising for themselves. It was all a genius plan by Vince McMahon. Man, they're <laughs> so smart. <laughs> like Literally everything they've done for the past 20 years has told me how fucking stupid and idiotic and incapable they are. But this one shining moment... <laughs> Has changed everything, and I totally believe them. And Cody just fell into that trap. He just—he didn't even see it coming. Yep. So, um, yeah, that actually leads into basically where I think we left off um, with the promo that leads up to the ladder match. Did what did you think of it? I thought it was a really Wait, good. Promo. I thought we were doing WWE first. Oh yeah, we. St- I'm sorry. You're right. We still got a. Well, we got some there's more a stuff lot. To, there's quite a few things I want to talk about. That's true. Um, with this entertainment company. All right, well, since I started with Gunther... That used uh, to be a wrestling company. <laughs> well, what's, like, what's top on your mind when it comes to the entertainment of wrestling? First of all, I would love to talk about the winners of the Royal Rumble. Oh, <laughs> uh, you mean like how WWE only uses former UFC guys to get over now? Like, like first <laughs> of all, Ronda Rousey, where the fuck did she come from? I thought she hated the fucking company and the fans. Although, to be fair, I'm sure she loves money. So she definitely loves money. Um, yeah, no, I I was annoyed because like I did picks on TikTok, and um, yeah, neither of those were on my picks because neither of them were supposed to be in the match. (laughs) Well, yeah. So So, like one, all right. So one genuinely cool thing, obviously, Mickey James. 
Mm-hmm. That was like, good. That, that's fucking cool, especially because she had the title like around her and everything when she went in. That was fucking cool. All right, kudos, yeah. I guess. I guess. But for the love of Christ, Ronda yeah. Rousey winning the Women's Royal Rumble. Just fucking shoot me. <laughs> yeah. Like, so many. Like, like f- give it to fucking Bianca Belair. Right. I know she, uh, she, like, won it last year, I think, right? Like, give it to her again. So. Make her a two-timer. Yeah. Make her the first two-timer. That's fine. Like Exactly. Like, she's so good. Or just give it to another, like, young full-timer. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you yeah, you had a point because basically what they've done is just set up and a lot of people have pointed this out, they just set up WrestleMania thirty five again. Like that's what they've done. It's yeah, just yeah. kinda. Uh, and then it's gonna be it's gonna be Rousey versus Flair at WrestleMania. Right. Which, which the only good thing that can come from that is that it also kind in theory, it also means that Lynch is going to probably be facing Bianca Belair at WrestleMania, which that's good. That's fine, as long as it's an actual match. That being right. said, like, which is what the fuck, man? You know what I, I mean? Got, I got nothing for you, dude. I, I, um, I actually spent some time watching this. I didn't even get to watch this one, which was the better match, so I'm even more annoyed. Yeah, I got nothing. It's, it's stupid. Yeah, um, and that's that's just the women's Royal Rumble. Which, that's just again, the women's Royal was Rumble. the better of the two, by the way. Just from everything I've heard and everything I've seen, it was better than the one I actually sat down and watched. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. That being said, fucking the men's Royal Rumble. <laughs> I will say, okay, so one, one, the whole Mickey James thing got me because that's the only reason I sat down to watch the men's Royal Rumble because I I didn't think Cody or Moxley or any of that shit was going to happen but I thought they were going to have a few surprises yeah. in the men's Royal Rumble oh, that would make oh, it worth my time. So many surprises. So many. just So many was, fucking surprises. There was like, like a whole tag team division and then Bad Bunny. Like that's basically as far it, as I can tell the Royal Rumble. Legitimately the Royal Rumble was two thirds like mid-carters. Yeah. Uh, Bad Bunny. Yep. And then, like, the last, I guess, like, ten wrestlers, roughly, were, mm-hmm. like, guys who were in the, were kind of, like, in the upper card. Right. I guess. Drew McIntyre coming back was cool. That's not a, that's not, like, a open door or whatever that WWE made so much fuss about. No. No, but then, it was, like, I guess he was supposed to be off the shelf for a long time, so they... So it was a surprise, but since I wasn't yeah. watching, it wasn't. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't know. I'm glad to see him back, and I'm glad he's okay. Yeah. So that's good and all. But then, fucking Shane McMahon. Yeah. Shane McFucking Man. Which came in. If you believe the scuttlebutt, that was Shane putting Shane over. Like, yeah. If, if, if what they're saying is true, he was booking the match and he put himself there to get over. So, well, it's supposed to be even worse. Apparently, he wanted to be in like the uh, the the what the final two or, th- or three. Like he, his idea was to basically like 
go one on one. Like he wanted, like he wanted it to be like him and Lesnar. Which, oh yeah, by the way, the other shocking entrant, Brock Lesnar, what right. he effing do? Yeah, after he already had a match and like, yeah, like no, it's just because slap my ass and call me Spanky. Whoop you do? Yeah, no, I was, I was like, I literally yelled, and I've seen other people's reaction. You literally yelled at my TV, son of a bitch, when he came out. Like, fuck me! Like, I was so pissed off that I had sat down actually thinking there was going to be a winner that wasn't Brock Lesnar, basically, like that there was going to be right. a legitimate winner. I think there's the, still app some... the app couldn't withstand our anger. Yeah, but um, my pick was Kevin Owens, who I think was a legitimate. Should have been winner. There's a few people that should have been. Uh, my pick was him, and yeah, that did not come out. So, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll give them this. They got me. They got mm-hmm. me because I don't know why I didn't assume Lesnar was going to win the Royal Rumble just because he already had a match on the pay per view. Yeah, I mean that was stupid of you to assume that they wouldn't go back to just that well again. Yeah, exactly. That's my fault. Um, yeah, I like I didn't so, see the actual his match earlier. I did enjoy from the clips I've seen, like the the Paul Heyman swerve. But as we always say when we talk there to be basically Roman Reigns is the good part. Yeah, it means nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I yeah I'm I was just as pissed. I was yelling at my TV because I'd wasted a half hour or whatever it was in my life watching that. Yep. And um, and then Shane McMahon gets fired the next day. Yeah, because of what he did. Because he, because he was being basically because he was being a spoiled brat. Right. He was being a what forty-eight year old, fifty not not fifty, forty some odd year old spoiled brat. Yeah. And now people are like saying, "Oh, is he going to AEW?" I'm like, God, I hope no. not. There's no good reason to do that ever. I, yeah, I saw like a thing where they were. I saw a thing on uh, on one of the wrestling news things where like people in WWE are warning Tony Khan not to hire Shane McMahon. It's like they shouldn't have to warn him. No, like Shane, his knowledge of wrestling, he is not worth any of that amount of trouble. Like he's not any of the like the great minds, and he's not that great of a wrestler. He has some moments. But he's only past those moments because he could be booked to have those moments because he's the boss's son. So there's no the way, reason for them to spend money on him. By the way, yeah. I don't I don't know if you saw any of this, but like when when Shane was in the Royal Rumble, did mm-hmm. you see him basically just like like just punching dudes? No, I didn't see him actually like throwing real punches. Because that's, that's basically he because he like tries because he's oh I'm Shane McMahon I'm a fighter. Or whatever the fuck, yeah, and he like tries to do these pretend pot shots, but he's actually like hitting guys, like. Uh, yep, and then he eliminated my pick. I'm like, oh, that, like I we I made peace with Kevin Owens taking the money, but man, I'm just like, really, Kevin, this is was the better choice for your career, yeah. really. Yeah, oh. it was. This is what was best for him, apparently. Oh, best for his family, and I like. It's whatever. I can't, you know, you do what you got to do. If you really, really think AEW couldn't pay you enough for you to maintain your lifestyle, whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. But no, yeah, just... so that was that was some bullshit. Literally the capital bullshit. Like also I want this wasn't their fault, but I was really bummed out that Kofi's spot fucked up. Oh yeah, that sucked. Yeah, yeah. that's there, that's you can't really blame anyone for that. That that was just unfortunate. Yeah, like he, it had to happen eventually. He's been doing it for more than a decade. Eventually, yeah. he's going to miss one of those. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, if you didn't see it, Kofi. You know, if you've watched any Royals, Kofi does the spot where he almost gets eliminated and finds some wacky way to get back to the ring. And this time, both his feet just hit the ground. The camera caught it, so they had to like call it an elimination, basically. So. Yeah. What got yeah, me about that, that is apparently he and Big E had some stuff planned for later in the Rumble that didn't get to happen because of it. Yeah. Which was, which was sad. Oh, Big E. I want to talk about fucking sad. From yeah. WWE champion to mid-card tag man again. Yeah. No, it's... I mean, great for the New Days together, but you yeah, got they definitely give it up on him. You got Kofi. Yep. You got Kofi, you got Big E. But it's okay. It's okay. We are saved. We are saved by the wrestling god known as Bill Goldberg. Because he <laughs> came back and he's challenging Roman Reigns. Uh, I mean, is it worse? I'm trying to remember which one. I'm trying to figure out which one annoys me more. The idea of Brock Lesnar going in and winning the Rumble, but at least having to win the Rumble to get a title shot. Or Goldberg just showing up and getting a title shot because he's Goldberg. Uh, Listen, you know, it, it. we can't really, it, it's not their fault, you know? The WWE is just, it's, they have no talent on their roster. You no. know, they're struggling. They have so little talent on their roster that they need these guys to come back at the age of 90 million. Yeah. I mean, like, just off the top of my head, some guys that they've missed on the indies, um, El Generico, Kevin Steen, they just, these guys are just gone now from the indies. And they don't yeah, have they're that definitely not of... on the roster. That's for no. sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so... Oh, man. It, it's just, it's just so sad. Yeah. I, it, like I said, the biggest thing that got me was that they actually got me to watch the match. And I'm like, yeah. It, it it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth breaking that streak and getting my blood pressure up um, when I've they got make, perfectly good, great yeah. AEW content to watch, you know? Yeah. And I mean, again, like, really, really happy about Mickey James. You know, really yeah. fucking cool. But at the same time, like, they basically tried to hype it up. Like, there was going to be all, like, that this kind of stuff was going to happen in both Royal Rumbles. Right. And yeah, and no, it was just a flat out lie, basically. Yeah. And also, flat um, out goes back to a question that we asked on this show a while back about like what makes Vince McMahon a wrestling genius. And that's really what he does. Like, if you want to see false where promises. Well, false promises, but also he just waits to see what's successful from his competitors and does it a half a step behind, but with a little bit more intensity. And that that's what he was trying to do with Mickey James. He, and if he would have fulfilled it with other people, he probably would have succeeded overall, but he didn't. So, yeah. But, um, Can you imagine yeah. if he had won the Royal Rumble? Like that would have been really cool. 
Like she doesn't well, have to win at Mania. It's only two no, matches. No, exactly. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's just yeah. It's very, very, very frustrating. Yeah. Well, like I said, then, yeah, no like we that. said, we have now we have Rousey and Flair set up for Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Goldberg and Reigns at Elimination Chamber. What do you fucking do? So here's the question for that one: Do you, do you, which one's going to win to go on to fight Lesnar, or does somebody point out Lesnar could fight Lashley again? Uh, so he could do another WrestleMania match, but it no. seems like he have to do Lesnar and Reigns. No, it's going to be Lesnar and Reigns at WrestleMania. So we're going to get a repeat, no matter what we do. Just no matter yeah. which repeat are you going to be less annoyed with? Well, yeah, you're you... not going to get anything new. No, like come on, be real. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and I don't think um, unless a miracle happens, I don't think they'll be getting me to watch anything on Mania. I'll just no. wait till afterwards and see the recaps. Yeah, and that'll be fine. I, like, I just I don't under like what happens. <laughs> I I know this is this is. This is hyperbole. I'm I'm fully well aware that this is hyperbole. But like what happens in like seventy-five years when every single wrestler on this roster is like dead of old age and they need new talent. Right. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of football players that can't play football in that time, and that's that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. So uh, uh, but they can't but they but but they don't make new talent. So how are they supposed to do it? I mean, they're trying to make some people in NXT. I mean, you can't no, say no. that with Ron. No, they're they're not. It's it's all it's all shit. It's all uh, shit. They don't even want. They're not even. They they got rid they, of they got rid of their fucking trainers. To be honest with you, seriously, I. The way this is going, especially with them just reporting record profits, um, that's going to be Disney's problem. So yeah, I don't that's even think fair. they're thinking they that already. Far. They already didn't. They already do some sort of deal with them. Not not like a full on sale, but like no, it's um, it was a very specific deal. It was bringing the WWE network to some country that didn't have it through Disney yeah. Plus. So it's Got a it. very weird deal, but it is like the first like it's public first deal step. between the two. Yeah, it's the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right though. That's that's Disney's problem. That's gonna be yeah. Disney's problem to figure out. So, so I don't yes. know. It'll be interesting to see. I will be. I know it'll probably not happen for another year or two. But I am very interested to see what happens when we get Disney's WWE. Yeah, there's some really cool ideas that could like it could work. It's it's scary to put a wrestling company under a conglomerate because. We've seen what that can happen with WCW, but there was a lot of upside to that too. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah so. I mean, honestly, WWE is already in the shitter, like so far down into the gutter that, like, I yeah. I genuinely mean this, and there's I truly, truly believe there's no way that I could be wrong. There's no way on God's green earth Disney could do any worse than what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, like the worst they can do, the worst they can do is just more of the same. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, that's fair. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's enough of our blood pressure. I don't think there's anything else that I remember that was really WWE related. Uh, no, those those were basically it. Yeah. So let's get into the good stuff. Let's, like I said, let's start with oh. Cody and that promo because I was well, I really wanted to, one, I wanted to. Uh, I, I know you won't have a lot of information on this, but I mm. wanted to point out one other, not WWE thing, but just like side thing, uh, okay. like Impact. Yeah, because you've been watching on YouTube. Yeah, we got a few things going on there that I am absolutely loving. First of all, honor no more. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of this like, at all? No, I know a bunch of guys went there from Ring of Honor and were doing like stuff like that, but I don't know exactly what's happening. Yeah, so obviously we know about Ring of Honor being gone for now. Yeah. Um, uh, Ring of Honor, the current Ring of Honor world champion, Jonathan Gresham, is wrestling an impact right now. Uh, killing it. He's awesome. Love that dude. Uh, but also, you know, we have a faction in in impact called honor no more they're out of it they're out of honor they're done no more more handshakes which is consisting of uh the original kingdom minus Mm -hmm. you know adam cole canellis and matt taven uh it also consists of the one of the old new members of the kingdom uh vincent okay the the if you ever saw it, he's like the dude with all the tats and the dreads and the big beard i know his name i don't think i've ever seen him okay uh it also consists obviously maria's there with them as well obviously right uh also consists of pco <laughs> it's just so weird to see him with them it's so weird <laughs> I can't believe he's still wrestling. Yeah, yeah man. He's he's still really good too. Oh, but yeah, like uh, you just you, you have I have to remind myself every once in a while that that's the same guy from like 1995 WWF. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep, same dude. But yeah, he's still, he's he's in that group somehow. He it's weird. I'm not going to lie. It's really weird. He doesn't fit in with them whatsoever. Uh, he's just kind of, it's we. He's just he's kind of like this crazy old man. Yeah, that, that would make sense. That's just that's just following him. It's weird. <laughs> and then newest member of Honor No More, uh-huh. Mister Kenny King. Oh, there you go. Who showed himself after uh, uh, Josh Alexander had a match with Vincent. And after the match, Kenny King came out and whooped that Alexander ass. Okay, let me just show himself I, as the newest member. I've been aware of Kenny King for a while because uh, he was around Ring of Honor when I was watching regularly. Yeah, he's, um, he's been around for a, quite a while at this, like quite a long time. I don't know how he has never gotten over onto a, like a bigger national stage. It, it boggles my mind. Man, how good I, he is. I do not know. Honestly, like, he's like, honestly, at least in my mind, and you can uh, disagree with me or whatever if you want, mm-hmm. but every time I've ever seen Kenny King wrestle, the first thing that's popped into my head is like, God damn, he's like 
Shelton Benjamin 2.0. Yeah, uh, he definitely gives me the Shelton Benjamin vibes too, and but it's just which obviously is another guy who should have been pushed far way more further than he ever was. But yeah, it's just weird that AEW didn't like get a hold of him when they got like Jay Lethal and Ring of Honor to be honest with you. Yeah, that's fair. Because that would actually be a really fucking good group. Jay Lethal, um, Kenny King, and then like Dante Martin as their like apprentice kind of. That would have been pretty sick, yeah. Yeah, that would be a good team. Um, But yeah, so that's Honor No More. Uh, They're doing really good stuff, taking on Team Impact, which is like Eddie Edwards, Josh Alexander, Chris Sabin, Rich Swan. Like I, I again, Eddie Edwards reminds me of when I was watching Howard. He's gotta betray them and go to and go to honor no more. Like he just he he doesn't speak impact to me for some reason because my brain is two thousand ten. Yeah. So I don't man. I don't know when the last time you ever saw Eddie Edwards wrestle was. It's been a while. It's been because yeah, he's he, not who he used to be. I've seen that he does a lot more hardcore wrestling. He was like, yeah, he's like a, a lot thicker. He's like, I don't know how else to put how to put it. He's like, yeah, he's like thicker. He just looks beat up. He's a, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he's, I don't, he, he, he's much more of like a hardcore wrestler now. Yeah. He brings like a cane with him and stuff, like a Singapore cane, not right. not like a cane. Um, but yeah, no, he's, yeah, but he, he's really good. But yeah, so like. That that stuff that feud's been going on for a little while now. That stuff's really good, like really really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Cardona, Long Island Ice Z, just won the. Uh, oh, excuse me, just won the. Uh, what is it? The Impact. Uh, what's the exact name of the title? Because it's not like they're a heavyweight title. I honestly don't know the titles they have right now. He won it from. He he won it from uh, Jordan Grace in like an intergender match. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it, yeah, it's some sort of. What is it? I don't. It's like some sort of impact. It's like I don't know. It's some sort of impact title. Right. But yeah, he won it from her, which is interesting. Yeah, but I yeah know so that's fine. With Impact, so that's cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been there for a little while. He was uh he was in a feud with like Moose and uh Morrissey for a while, aka uh uh seven feet tall, can't teach that. <laughs> gotcha. Um but yeah, so that stuff's been really good. Also, more more important to me, because it's my boys. Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody better than Gorilla. Uh, we got we got a interesting feud that's been developing and gonna blow off here soon, which is Bullet Club, which the basically like the Impact, like the guys in the Impact that are Bullet Club. Uh-huh. It's Jay White, right? Which is awesome, which he's been he's been killing it. Uh, Gorilla's a destiny. So Tama Tonga Tonga Loa. Right. And they're 
their newest member who's like their imp- like impact exclusive member at least from what i can tell i don't think he's been anywhere else so far right um but chris bay who is like he's really good man like he's like they have like they have guy i think they have guys in new japan who who are like junior who do like the junior heavyweight stuff for the faction right but he could be like he could be like their junior heavyweight like go-getter for like the title and stuff he's really 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 good um but yeah so those guys and they're going against a an interesting combination of the good brothers Mm -hmm. and a group called you haven't seen them probably because you don't you haven't really watched impact but a group called violent by design i've heard that name before which is led by none other Than Mr. Uh, the suspense is killing me. Oh, what the? F- I, I was gonna. I was. What's the faction in NXT that was gonna be awesome and then failed? I don't know. That's most of the factions in NXT. That's a good point. <laughs> and most of the ones that were awesome also failed for different reasons. Yeah, one second. All right. Uh, I'll just use it. I was gonna call him Mister Faction Name, but I'll just use his actual name. It's it's fucking Eric Young. <laughs> okay. Oh, Sanity. Uh, Sanity. That's right. I was gonna call him Mister Sanity, but fuck it. Go. It's fucking Eric Young. Okay. <laughs> but go yeah, ahead, so it's ahead. a faction. It's a it's the Good Brothers, and then Violent by Design, which is led by Eric Young, and then it's like two other guys that I I don't really know much about. But they're like they're big and they're mean and it's awesome. I mean Eric Young, like yeah, I was a very big fan of Sandy. Um I've actually mentioned it recently on the podcast. So the fact that Eric Young's leading two big bruisers is a really good idea. Yeah. He was a very yeah, good these, yeah, these guys are these guys are pretty big. It's pretty awesome. Um but yeah, so that's that's that. Uh, it's going really well. Awesome Jonas and Impact 2 killing it. Like, Imp- man, Impact is so good right now. Yeah. I'll have to make a point of, um, like, now that I know I can see some of it on YouTube, I'll have to make a point of watching it occasionally because, like, yeah, that's the only reason I don't watch Impact is because it's hard to find. So, yeah. Yeah, because it's on, obviously, it's on, like, Access, but. I don't get access. <laughs> to, yeah, I, I like my father. Literally, has every channel known to man. I don't think he gets access, so I don't know how people have this channel to watch it. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. No, I'll definitely keep my eyes open. And I did read somewhere that Tony Khan said that they're gearing up to open the forbidden door again, but basically just mean that they're gonna they're gonna start oh, doing yeah, more yeah. cross promotion stuff again. So. Yeah, well, so, uh, well, I mean, and that was pretty much all the news I had for Impact. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we'll, we can get into that now that we're going into AEW. Because I saw some, I saw some, like, not rumors, really, but I guess some, like, guesses as to who he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And one name that really tickled my pickle <laughs> was one, Keith Lee. 
Because his no compete clause is up. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I can say bad about that idea. He he would be perfect. He has a lot of what they need as a company, as far as like another athletic big man. I yeah would be stupid not to if they can get him. As far as I can tell. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Another. um, I want to. I I don't know what this clip was from. I on TikTok I follow somebody that what they do is they put up like. Um, different matches, like they clip them together for like a minute clip. And okay. one of the matches I just saw was Keith Lee versus John Silver. And oh, yeah. It was, yeah, I've seen that match before. I think it's happened a few different times. But well, just, I mean, the scene, minute clip but yeah. that I saw was like insane. Like, I, I never would put those two together, but man, that was good just from the stuff that they did in that one minute clip I watched. Dude, if you ever, if you, you should, I mean, it's, it's hard because I know like there's so much shit to watch, but like, if you ever get a chance on YouTube, you should look up some like more indie wrestling, Johnny Hungy stuff. He, Mm -hmm. dude, he, he can go, which is one of the reasons why I I, like love the dude so much is because I've, I've seen some of his like indie stuff. He can Mm -hmm. go, he can just go with anyone. Like if he really is given the chance. I think this is um, I'm remembering something that I saw in Dark. I think he's being approached by Andrade. I think it was Andrade. He was approached by somebody else to join a different faction. I think it was um, Andrade's faction with Matt Hardy. Um, Him and Vance and uh, Angels, I think, were all approached. So so I don't see anybody do that yet, but That'd be, I don't know, man. He's so good at, like, the... I don't know if I've ever seen him do just straight-up serious. He's always yeah. had, like, some comedy to him. Yeah, I don't think he would do good as a bad guy. I think if I were going to put, like, break up the Dark Order, which I think could happen, I think he would happen. stay on the good side of it. Yeah. Then... He, before he ever goes heel, I feel like he needs a legit face push. Yeah. Like, legit singles face push before that ever happens. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, so, let's see. Well, so, yeah, Keith Lee, anybody else floated as, like, a possible? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was, oh, one of the, like, far, far reach ones, uh, because that, he's, like, uh, he's still technically under contract, so it's, like, <laughs> there's not really any way it would happen, but if it did happen, it would literally break wrestling. Um, is Mustafa Ali? Yeah, because he's technically yeah. still under contract, even though he wants to leave. Even though he <laughs> wants the fuck out. Um, yeah. what? Oh, the other one that I thought was kind of interesting, and it, and they brought it up specifically because Isaiah Cassidy has like a ladder match thing going on. Is mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy, but his no compete clause isn't quite up yet. Yeah, no, if he has the full like 90 days, it'd still be a little bit for him. Yeah, exactly, Although, which he does. Just a, That's good Jeff Hardy news. Did you see the news that his uh, drug test came back clean and apparently WWF or WWE um, offered him the um, yeah. Hall of Fame and he turned it down because, well... Yeah, yeah, them. I heard about that. <laughs> so, good on Jeff. Yeah, um, no, it's really good. I, you know, I honestly, I gotta say, though, like hearing that 
just confuses me even more as to what the fuck happened at that show. Yeah. I mean, it could have been anything. Like, he's been doing this for a long time. He could have just tweaked his knee really bad, and they just assumed because of his history, which, I mean, I get that, but you assume it's enough a safe to assumption. Like, yeah. it's not like the dude's had three strikes and he's out. The dude's had, like, six or seven strikes at this point. Right. And throughout his career. So, I mean, for good reason, let's be honest. Right. But it's good to know that, yeah, what, especially what Matt Hardy's been saying, seems like it's true that he hasn't backslid, which yeah, also yeah. means there's a good chance that he could show up in AEW with his brother, which I think we all kind of want to see. So Yeah, everyone, everyone loves to see... You know, everyone loves to see the Hardys together. Yeah. You know, I would all love that to jazz. One more tag team run with them going against like FTR and, you know, just everybody that's in that company, the Young Bucks and stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. So, hopefully, that's what we get. Um, hopefully. I don't, I think the most likely for at least for like the comments that Tony Khan made, I think mm-hmm. the most likely scenario, and man, I really hope I'm right, is Keith Lee. Yeah. As like, I will, man. If Keith Lee shows up on AEW, I I don't know if there's enough cleaning material in this house <laughs> to clean yeah, all this no. luge that's going to be in my room. No, I'm I'm right there with you. Is like I'm. Uh, there's no downside to Keith Lee coming into AEW. He he could really. I think you know what would be kind of cool is. Um, well, it depends on how long it would take, but I think it'd be kind of cool if he comes in and just like takes the TNT title for a while, like almost immediately, just to sort of say, <laughs> "Here I am." That'd be I insane. I don't yeah. know how I feel about that, just because I really love Sammy G, but like, yeah. I I will say though, Keith Lee is basically like, I'm trying to, I don't even, I don't know, I don't know if there's nothing comes to mind. He he's probably my favorite wrestler yeah. as of right now, Keith Lee. I, I would say that's probably true. If I like, if somebody asked me what who's uh, anybody's favorite wrestler, that's probably who I would go with. So Sammy's, I think Sammy is like second or third, but it's like kind of like a semi-distant second or third. Like, right. there's just oh, man, there's no one like Keith Lee. Yeah, no, like he truly is limitless, as his moniker says. And yet somehow WWE found a way to fuck that up. I don't. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. No, we're not going back there. Um, nope. Nope. It's done. Yes. Since I tried to cue this up a few times, I really do want to talk about it because um, it was a while ago. The promo that Cody gave that led into the ladder match. Um, what did you think about it? Because I have some thoughts just about how how well he did. It's something I didn't think he could do. So, eh. I mean, I, he can talk. Like I don't know. Like. <laughs> He, no one's ever. I don't like. No one's ever questioned whether or not he can talk. I the mean, talking wasn't the, what got me. The fact that when they when he went out to that Washington D.C. crowd, they were booing the shit. Yeah, him. they were yeah. still a good chunk booing him. But by the end, he got them to cheer. I haven't seen somebody yeah. do that live in a long time. I mean, I think a part of it has to do with like the um the little like quirks. Not quirks. What's the word I'm looking for? Jabs. Oh, the WWE jabs. Yeah, I think that yeah. honestly, I think that had a lot to do with it. That helps. Um, and like the whole like you know, I don't know, man. Just like, you know, Tony. I don't know. It was almost like an MJF type thing. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I've, Tony Khan better pay me my money kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, um, I, I wasn't a fan of the overall idea. I think we talked about that the last time we were together. I yeah. really didn't like that this was all just to set up a, a rematch. And I think part of the reason that I'm okay with Keith Lee coming in and just taking the title is because it really shot in the foot Sammy Guevara as a legitimate champion that Cody beat him. And even though he got it back, like I don't know, man. I, I, if this was, if this was before the latter match, I would have agreed with you one hundred percent. But I don't know, man. After that ladder match, that's true. The ladder match did pull up a lot of stuff. <laughs> that man, that like that that gave Sammy a lot back. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I will agree with you. Yeah, like like. That man that is a fucking superhero. <laughs> no joke. Sammy Guevara is basically a fucking superhero. Yeah. No, like I said, if if they don't do that, and if Sammy holds on to the title for a while, they definitely put enough back in that I'm okay with it. I'm just saying that it it could have been better. I think yeah, yeah, for absolutely. Sammy overall. Don't but, get me wrong. I am still extremely upset at them. For so, like no. for that short little like two week whatever interim title fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's still complete BS, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, but holy I, shit, that ladder match. You really still just can't figure out the logic. But yes, the ladder match I think got him back on course. And um, it's not just Sammy too, because like obviously Sammy's so fucking good, man. It's insane. But, like, dude, Cody was crazy good that match, too. Like, it takes two to tango, man. Yeah. No, it was Cody was Cody was fucking amazing in that match, too. Like, I think yeah. every once in a while, and, again, it's almost kind of like MJF. Right. Where, like, he's so, he's so good on the mic, and he just, he talks so well. Right. That sometimes you... And you always think, oh, you know, he was like the WWE guy, you know, and everything. You forget just how good in the ring he can be. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's fair because he does. And then every once in a while, he just shows you. <laughs> Only he were that good either all the time or just more often. So yeah. people wouldn't forget. But, um, yeah. Well, like that ladder match was one of the best matches I've seen in a while, and I feel like I every one every few months I feel like I say that about an AEW match, and this was That's fucking true. amazing. Yeah, no, that that is one thing that I like. I know we're big AEW marks here, but that is one thing that legitimately happens, and that's not even a, an AEW thing, really. It's like um, every few months or a week or two, whatever. There's just this match, and it's like holy fuck. I haven't seen a match like that before AEW in years. You know, I mean, I haven't yeah. felt that way about a match in years. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah, it's really nice. That's part of the reason we prefer to focus on AEW over other stuff. Um. So just because there's, there's so much shit in general, just because I know you love factions, what do you <laughs> think about the um, AHFO? 
F, whatever the fuck it's called, like the whole acronym. The Matt Hardy Andrade merger. Uh, yeah. Whatever. And, like, I'm, the business angle is just so. I don't want to say cliche, but it's so almost lazy as a reason to pull together a faction. Yeah. That it just makes me like, oh, okay. I mean, it gives you a reason, but it's not a great reason. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I just can't. Yeah, I don't know. I I do love factions. We are yeah. that has been made very, very, very clear on this show. I yeah. I love factions, but. That being said, eh, <laughs> I'm just meh about the whole thing. Yeah. I, part of it's because I don't know exactly, I mean, I don't have to know, but I don't think there's a good storyline for the faction itself. Yeah. Like I feel like the, the storyline's eventually going to come down to who's the real owner of the faction. Kind I guess. Of. But yeah, at the same time, it's like, I don't really care too much. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have that same feeling. And it's like, I get... I get that Private Party has had Hardy, like, mentoring them basically for a long time now. So I get those three together. But then, with, like, the Bunny and, like, Butcher and Blade, like... Oh, by the way, the hybrid two is supposed to be in there too, and I think they might be on the way out, just because they've yeah, been very so subtly taken. Which is sad because I mean, I'm a, I like Jack Evans is very talented, but I was really starting to become a fan of Helico. It's like a singles guy, and I've Dude, seen, but I haven't seen him in weeks. Helico <laughs> is a complete, just what's the word like. It, like he just his whole thing blows my mind. Yeah, because he has been so good for a long time in a few different places, and he's always had like amazing matches and stuff. And he's never, no matter where he's been, he's never been pushed like at all. Yeah, and I just do not, for the life of me, understand it. I, think I, for don't, AEW, I don't know if there's like some sort of backstage stuff that I just don't know about. Right. Like that he's like maybe he's like a complete dick or something. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know this to be true, but based on like his like his demeanor when he's on screen, um, my guess would actually be almost the opposite. I think he is so good, but he's so good and I think in almost an effortless way that he gets forgotten about. So uh, oh, it, maybe. Like, they're like, you can throw them out there if you need a good match on the fly, and you know that. But it's sort of the same thing that Christian went through, where everybody said he was so good, but he got good at making other people look good. So you don't think to push him on his own. So maybe something like that. But, yeah. Or he could be Dick. It could be the exact opposite. You're right. But I, like I have think- no idea. Like, I, I have no clue. It's just, I just don't understand it because he is so good. Yeah. But yeah, if I had to guess, just because like they've been you know, off TV, and I don't think they've been on Dark at all either, and yeah. they're not being mentioned with the fa- Hardy family office, I think they're on their way out. Um, yeah, when the contracts too. are expiring. So. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. Probably. I'm a little bit worried about the butcher to be honest, because the blade's been 
featured on TV with The Office, but I haven't seen The Butcher anywhere. Yeah. I, it wouldn't make any sense to split them up, though. No, I don't think the blade by. I mean, you could rework it. Like they tr- were working on it a little bit. You could rework it so that he's sort of like a single tired like gun that you send out to hurt people, which would be fine. But I don't think it'd be good as good as the butcher and the blade. Yeah. So. Well, like I can. I mean, on screen splitting them up is one thing, but I, I mean, like keeping one and releasing the other. Yeah, that's more true. what I'm talking about. That's true. Yeah, if you're gonna that, I think makes no sense. Parts. But, yeah. but um, yeah. So I, I mean, we're, that's still coming. You can you definitely see the the pieces being shuffled together to who's going to be out. Yeah. Um, at this point, which is sad, but also you know has to happen eventually. No, yeah, absolutely. Um. So moving up the card. Well, actually, because this is kind of this is their big moment. What do you think of the whole Andrade trying to recruit Darby Allen? I don't, so stupid. Yeah, I don't like the storyline, but I think the match that we're going to get out of it, Darby Allen versus Andrade, will make it worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, but, absolutely. The match will be fine. I just, it, I don't know how to explain it. There's just certain, there's certain combinations of people mm-hmm. that the match will be amazing, but the story doesn't make sense. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just in terms of their character, like obviously Darby Allen is like crazy talented, yeah. but just based on his personality and based on Andrade's personality, there's absolutely no reason why Andrade should be interested in, in trying to like get Darby to join him or that he should think it's possible. Right. You know? Yeah. I and like this all goes back to the the original idea of the business thing being the whole crux of it. I don't like the the million dollar man esque like thing for Andrade. I don't know what would work for him, but the it just I don't know. He's got all the trappings. It just I don't both buy it for some reason, and I don't know. What yeah. Ask. So. I think I've just grown out of that kind of thing in general, anyways. Yeah, it's a hard thing to pull off to be convincing and. Like it's not like you can go back to wrestling. Ted DiBiase is a very rare exception where that kind of gimmick actually worked to a yeah. really big degree. Um, it can work to some degree, but usually it sort of falls flat. Right, right. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see what else. Oh, just because I'm really curious, what did you think? Because uh, like I think the last time we saw him of Sting and Darby versus uh, the acclaimed. And staying stage dive in that match. Oh well, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> I was just—he he clearly can still go. <laughs> the man is yeah. sixty-two. Like, yeah. Oh fuck! I would have broken a hip if I tried to do something like that. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. I just—I wanted to ask you about that because I watched. That, I was like, how, "How did he do that?" And um, we just didn't get a chance to really sit down and talk about it. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. He's, I, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> he shouldn't be able to do what he's doing right now. I don't know how you pay off like when it's time for his end to come. It's gotta have something to do with Darby, but I don't know what they're gonna do. But I'm very interested to see how they're gonna do it. You know? Yeah. Um. All right. So moving away from Darby and uh, Sting, because that's about what they're doing. 
Um, I, we haven't really, we didn't get a chance to talk about uh, Jurassic Express being the new tag champions on here. Um, and Ray Phoenix breaking his arm. Yeah, mm, that's really unfortunate. Like, good for them, but like, I mean, I'd rather have Ray Phoenix not have a broken arm and have them still be the champs. But yeah, I'm like, I'm okay with Jurassic Express being the champs. I don't know if that was the right moment to do it because uh, I feel like you still had some mileage on the Lucha Brothers. Um, but I'm okay with I'm. I'm not sure if I'm liking the buildup um, with the challengers. Um, I don't know. It's just something is off for the, me in this rivalry. And I don't, again, it's another thing where it's like, I haven't been able to put my finger on it. It's not bad. It's just not as good as I would want it to be for yeah. AEW, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, man. I think a part of it is like, I, I, I do really enjoy Jurassic Express, mm-hmm. but they're, I don't see them as tag champs. Right. You know what I mean? Like, at all? Yeah, I think, because, yeah, I think that might be part of it, because when, as we were building up to this, I always assumed Jungle Boy would get a singles title before they ever got a tag title as a team. So, yeah, right. I think that's part of it. Yeah, um, that's definitely a part of it, but also, yeah, it's just, there's so many... There's so many good tag teams. Yeah. AEW's got so many, like, just an abundance of fucking tag teams. And <laughs> it just feels like, and again, I really like Jurassic Express, but it's just, and especially in terms of, like, tag teams, it just feels like there's so many more that, like, mm-hmm. should be champ. Yeah. Well, well, let's see. I think that they um, there's a good chance, as far as like storylines, if they converge, I think there's a good chance that if this um, Santana Ortiz storyline continues the way it seems to be going, that they might be the ones to take the titles. As like, I'd be okay with that. They haven't, they haven't had them yet. They deserve them. So yeah, they're so like, fucking good, man. There's still a lot of different ways they could pay it off, but I could definitely see them breaking off from Inner Circle, going heel. Yep. And getting yeah. the titles. I can definitely see that. Yeah. Which would be cool. I think that'd be really good. Um, yeah, I do. I am enjoying, I don't think they're anywhere close to ready for the titles, but I am enjoying watching, um, as I'm going to call them, because I think they filed for the trademark, the Ass Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I have been enjoying watching them interact with Jurassic Express, and I think that they yeah. are ready for the titles, but they are becoming a really fun tag team to watch. Yeah, so, absolutely. No, I, I, and I mean they're they're really young, so I mean like they have plenty of time. And yeah, I agree. I, I've been really enjoying them. Did you uh, did you see like, uh, probably not because it was on YouTube, but like Danhausen being like, "I am here," and it's me, Danhausen. I am here with the ass boys, and he's like, he's there, and he's got both. The, he's got a gun on either side of them of him. Um. <laughs> and, I think it was like Cole it was like we're not we're we're not you're not calling us that we're not we're not the ass boys. And he's just yeah. like yes, I'm here with the ass boys. I'm like yeah, I think it's almost official. They've filed for the trademark, so I'm pretty sure they're going to start being called the ass boys all the time. So so good. I, I do way, really really like guys, them. I, 
I would completely have it like then called that like officially, but then constantly being pissed about it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how I would do that because I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, dear man, I I do really like them though. Yeah. So let's see. Moving up the card a little bit more. Um, I I think I want to get into the CM Punk thing because there's several things that happened. Um, I did like the build up to the whole the match. We actually we're gonna sit on the match for a minute, but I wanted to stop for a minute and just ask, like, were you upset at the Sean Spears match? Because a lot of people were pissed. I was like, eh, I don't think that's great, but um, I was curious. Were you? Did it upset you? Um, when Punk beat Spears in like three seconds. Um. Yes, like it's hard to explain. It's I was extre- I was very frustrated. Mm-hmm. I was I understood why it happened. You know, right. it, you want him to look strong. I get that. Right. But it was very frustrating. As someone, I'm a huge Sean Spears fan, so like, it's very frustrating to see that. I understood why it happened, but it's very, very, very frustrating. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think um, I I didn't need like a whole match, but I was looking forward to reaffirming, you know, how good he is. Not that you know anybody that's been paying attention knows how good Sean Spears is, yeah. and the fact that he's been building a really good character. Well, part of the yeah. pinnacle. Oh. Um, but, but yeah, it was really, it was just, I honestly, I don't know this to be true, but the way the show worked out to me, it almost seemed like they had to make that decision to make that match quick because they had so much other shit to do, not to mention all the business they had to do with MJF after that match. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true. It just it felt that way to me at the time. And I kind of hope it's true because at least then it wasn't just a, hey, let's, you know, GTS Spears and move on. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, um, no, yeah, I definitely I, get that. I, um, I think, I think as far as like overall, I don't think it's going to hurt him that much because it is a part of this overall, um, story that they were telling for weeks and weeks. So it, it's a smaller part of a bigger story. So I don't think right. it, it's going to have a spotlight on it in a few months. So that's at least something. But um, yeah, let's let's not do that too much, AEW. Let's let's yeah, um, leave the quick finishes out of it. Um, unless it's dark, yeah. then I don't I don't care. It, if it's uh, yeah, that's fine. Deal, but like for the main show, let's <laughs> let's try to avoid that happening too often. Yeah. Um. But okay. So as far as the whole storyline itself. Oh. Um, I think the best way to talk about it is just talk about the match itself. Um, do you want to start with how much you hated the chokeout false finish where I felt the opposite? Oh, are we going right into the next week? I mean, unless there's something else. Like, I don't have it all in front of me. So, I, What do you mean unless there's something me? else? <laughs> See, I missed something. What else am I missing? Uh, what? Are you, you're joking, right? No, I'm not joking. The main event of that week? Oh right, 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 right. The, the lights out match. I'm stupid. Yeah. What? <laughs> Dude, An amazing I'm, match and a debut. Like I'm keeping three weeks of wrestling in my head. I'm sorry. I forgot about the lights out match. Yes, of course. It was awesome. Let's talk about the lights out. Match. It was fucking awesome, man. It was amazing. Uh, Once um, Cassie and Adam Cole going back and forth. The debut of the very evil, very nice Danhausen. The very elite, very evil. 
Very um, elite, very evil, very nice. Yeah, no, I am um, like first of all, I love the I love hearing Jr. and Tony Schiavone having to call Dan Housing. Like yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. Like, did you hear Jr. say who booked him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, like the whole the match itself was awesome, but like. I did see somebody point this out, and I don't know if I agree with it because I don't know Dan Housing that well yet. I'm, I'm still learning. But they pointed out that they were kind of disappointed that they didn't build him more, where you would like like an old school debut where you do vignettes about him coming, you know, and really showcase the character. For how Dan Housing is, this this feels pretty Dan Housing y. Yeah. No, for him to just fucking show up out of nowhere, for him to like just come out of the ring out of nowhere. And just go. Yeah. I mean, he put a curse on Adam Cole. So he put a curse on Adam Cole. Like, uh, no, I, I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't know why people would say that. That, like, that debut felt very Danhausen to me. Yeah, like I said, I didn't have enough. I don't have enough knowledge of him still to have that opinion. I just wanted to point out that I saw it out there, and I was like, I mean, you could have done that. I don't know what it would have done better. Yeah, I but, mean, uh, I will say, I. I don't have a whole lot of like uh, knowledge on him. Like I haven't seen him that much, but I've right. seen him like I've seen him a little bit. And I like from what I've, especially like I've seen him especially on like vlogs and stuff. And he's like always in character. Yeah, like he's, he's like he's like MJF, where he, the man just is never out of character. Like interviews, everything. He is one hundred percent in character all the time. I've seen. Um, I, I haven't looked up any of these because I think that you have to be on his Patreon. But apparently, he has his own cooking show. <laughs> if, you, if you subscribe to his Patreon, which that just seems entertaining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So the debut was awesome. As far as like, um, like I said, I thought it was great. I thought it immediately was like, oh yeah, this is definitely someone that I'm going to pay attention to as we move forward. I already knew from his look, just seeing him around. I was like. I don't know what he's doing, but I'm sure once I see him somewhere, I will enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but as far as the match itself goes, I really like, um, we can talk more about the match, but I really like how coming out of the match, it sort of set Adam Cole up. But now he's got this constant like, like um, pain in his ass that he lost. And he won't stop like pointing out that it doesn't count. But yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, and I do. Oh, um, so good. And I did enjoy the like the finish, the hug into the falling down the falling down into the stage, which that I was worked, that was really, really, really good. I really liked that. And I think it worked out better than the last time that they did that with um, Jericho, which was nice. Like they learned their lesson, so it looked better this time. Absolutely, no, no joke. I. I legit, like a part of it was because of how like high up, um, how because of like the angle of his body, but I was legit worried for Adam Cole after that because yeah. it looked like as it looked like as he was falling, his body was almost like turning to yeah. where like he was landing. It, it at least to me, it looked like he was landing like shoulders and neck first. Right. I, um, I was like yeah. really worried. Yeah. But no, it seemed like it worked out like they wanted it, and it did look good on mm-hmm. TV. So again, I think yeah, I want to point that out. That's something I remember about a fucking three-year-old company. They're going to make those mistakes, but they seem to learn from them if they make them. So they do. They really do. Should, 
kind of give them slack if it happens. Absolutely. Yeah, no, they definitely do seem to learn from their mistakes. Um, was the, oh, Which is why I can't them. wait to see the next, like, exploding ring match. The death match, yeah. Eventually they're going to try that again, and I think they'll get it right the second time. Yeah. Um, the other spot from that match I really liked was the uh, thumbtack cup that uh, Orange Cassidy was wearing to stop the low blow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was really good. Uh, so, yeah, like, overall, great match. I really do love what it gave Adam Cole's character moving forward. I think it's going to be a start of him probably pushing towards the world title. Um, I mean, there's no probably about it. He literally said, I'm going after the world title. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, woo, overall. Speaking sorry. of the world title, how do you, uh, how do you feel about uh, Lance Archer? The match itself is going to be good, yeah. but I feel like they've kind of shot themselves in the foot where they had mm-hmm. a chance to bring Lance Archer back in and revamp him to yeah. better use him, and they basically brought him back in exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, which Not only that, but the, <laughs> I cannot get over the combination of Dan Lambert and Jake the Snake Roberts both doing like this manager thing for him right yeah no it makes no sense to me whatsoever if jake because if you remember some of the promos that jake gave when they first came in with cody if they were awesome if jake can't get you over on the mic it's not the fact that you need another person it's just yeah exactly it's there's something wrong with the character that's not clicking with the audience right and um, but yeah, so I, I which don't... isn't necessarily the issue either, though, because he was getting over. Yeah, I don't know what is it though. What like, like he I, was... when I, when he first was when he first started doing this shit mm-hmm. with with Jake, like it was it was absolute fire. That's true. Yeah, no, there's a reason that like I think because I don't change it very often. It's still my screensaver. So yes, it was definitely working at one point. I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They just gave up on it for some reason. Some people might blame Cody, but I don't think that was it. I don't think it was the fact no. they lost the first TNT title. I just, no, I, I don't I, think so. I, it's one of those things that it bugs me because I can't give a clear reason why. I just know it's mm-hmm. not working. Yeah. Um, but as far as like the match itself, the Texas Death Match, it's actually really good for Adam Page. Because it will give him a chance to really up that like intensity level in that type of match and show that you know he is that kind of fighter when he needs to be. Um, yes, because so, he, yeah, he clearly didn't show that in the two matches against Brian no, Danielson. I think it'll just show a different type of fighting, like because Danielson. Yeah, yeah no, about wrestling I, I know. I was just play. joking, just because like yeah. he, he clearly he showed like fight <laughs> yeah no but yeah no i am interested to see him in this more like Bro, uh, environment. yeah 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 so that'll be good i just i don't think it's going to help plants archer overall and it, it makes me sad because like i said i think there was a chance to revamp him and they didn't mm-hmm. take advantage of that in the way that i think they should have yeah no i agree i agree one million percent oh i don't know because we've been moving up the card i don't know how we skipped over this uh, the Kings of the Black Throne. Um, what the fuck? What? I love that so much. I can't wait to see more members show up. 
Yeah. Besides Julia Hart, who's clearly being corrupted from the inside by the oh, Black yeah. Mist. Oh, one million percent. <laughs> it's um, gonna be really fucking weird. But you know what? Honestly, if they, if she like, if she gets like fully corrupted and like dyes her hair black and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like I could be all for it. Yeah, I like. I feel like this has got all the earmarks of one of those storylines that I'm just gonna fucking love and remember for years to come. Yeah. <laughs> and other people will be like, why the fuck do you like all that weird supernatural shit? I'm like, because it's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, as far as like a tag team, they've just been literally killing it. It's they, it's amazing. The whole entrance together is amazing. The I don't know. fucking good. I don't know if they've settled, because this week they accidentally called them the Knights of the Black Throne instead of the Kings of the Black Throne. I kind of actually like knights better. I hope that's. I think it was. I think it was a mistake. I think they're supposed to be the kings of the Black Throne. Yeah, which is fine. But honestly, if if they kept that mistake, it would make more sense to me, because in my brain, it's like there can only be one king on a throne. So calling them the knights makes more sense to my brain. But I guess the name in general, the name's kind of long for me. If I'm being honest. That's true. It's a lot of words, yeah. Like, I would have preferred it if they just kept themselves as the House of Black. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why they went away with that. Like, I don't know why they didn't just keep that, because that was really good. I think, okay, so it is a weird thing that they haven't really flushed out yet, but I think they are representing the House of Black. So maybe it's just those two together are that, and then the House of Black is going to be more people. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe. All right, then. Same. Oh, uh, I want to go back just a hair because I'm really curious about what you thought about this. We don't usually talk about the straight up just talking segments, mm-hmm. but what did you think of the interaction between Lambert and Brandy? Um, I that was almost the exact opposite of Cody. Like where where I saw Cody taking control of the crowd for that ladder match. Randy lost them really quickly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Back. One million percent. Um, like, and Lambert even really just fucking said it. Like, he's like, how am I a, almost looking like a decent human being out here? <laughs> like, like it, he basically just came out and said, that, yeah, like, I don't know how you're so bad at this, but. Yeah. For Cody, he has, the, he has a face in him. We've seen it. We've seen people absolutely love Cody, and they still do, even while the tide kind of goes against them. Brandy has never had that, ever. Yep, yeah. Ever since she became a wrestling personality besides ring announcer, people just don't like her, which is fine that you can make money doing that. That's that's actually a skill that a lot of people would kill for, but she just push against it, and, you know, I think the closest they ever came to doing doing right was when they tried to give her own heel faction, even though it didn't work out. I think that right, was a better yeah. idea than you know trying to push her as a face with Cody. They should both be heels, or they should kind of be on TV separate if they can. Um, yeah. yeah. I oh man, I oh Dan Lambert, man, like. I, I hate when, like, a whole bunch of fighters and stuff come into wrestling, but, like, he, man, he can talk. Yes. No, he, like, so at some point, someone um, compared him to Bobby Heenan. At the time, I was offended, but he keeps, <laughs> like, just showing how good he is on the mic. 
It's he's like, really, really, really good. Oh, but yeah, no, I am. Um, I'm happy with the fact that it seems like for the most part they've kind of taken our suggestion. Clearly, Tony Khan's a fan of the show, and um, there's a now American Top Team kind of wrestling and American Top Team uh, UFC. Like you can occasionally, like they brought in the uh, woman wrestler or Yes, yeah, so I, I don't know anybody's name. I, but they I brought, got you. Thank you. But they brought her in, which is fine. But like I'm saying, like for the most part, what we're seeing is Ethan and Scorpio with him, yep. which I think yeah. is the better way to go with it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I was just I just wanted to bring that up because I was curious as to what you thought because like, yeah, like I holy shit, really- damn. I thought it was a really good, like it was an entertainment entertaining segment. I I enjoyed it. I don't think it got across what they wanted it to, and I don't think it's a good idea for Brandy to ever play face. I just don't think she's good at it. Um, yeah, maybe one no, day I agree show, 100%. I think for her, the best thing to happen as far as being a face, I think she needs to be there long enough that people start liking her just by familiarity. Yeah, didn't say that word right, but you know what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. It's sort of like one of those things where once you've been there long enough, they just cheer you no matter what you do. And that's when she might be able to pull off face, but not I don't before. Think that'll ever happen. Yeah. She actually reminds me a lot of Stephanie McMahon. Like, she oh. has a lot of that same vibe. Oh, don't say that. I know, but she, like, as far as like her heel like persona and who she comes off on TV, it reminds she me of her. She's so much more beautiful. No. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't uh, saying anything about the looks. I was just saying about their personalities. No, so I, I agree, though. I, I agree. It's, it, it is eerily similar. Yeah. Which, again, can be a very big asset if you use it as a heel and not try to mm-hmm. force it at the face. Yeah, absolutely. And oh. so, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, moving on. I moving wanted to. Just this is just like a really, really, really quick thing because it just popped into my head really quick. Um, <laughs> what was your reaction when like Adam Page was was when they were doing like the um, the segment, the backstage mm-hmm. segment or whatever, where he's or like the promo, whatever you want to call it, where he's mm-hmm. like talking about how he has like a family and stuff and like you know his all all this stuff, and like the the guy behind the camera just goes. Did, did you hear Lance Archer made a, a Texas death match? And he just goes, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> his, eyes just like, his eyes go wide. He's just like, what? <laughs> that made me laugh. Like that one little thing made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it reminds me almost of an opposite um, reaction kind of, but it, I don't even know if they meant to do this, but I just saw a clip of um, back in the day, Steve Austin coming into an arena and Kevin Kelly was actually the guy that came up with the mic and said, Austin, have you heard like the Triple H has major match, like a three stages of hell match, but instead of being scared, Austin just sort of smiles and laughs about it and walks away. <laughs> so kind of a different reaction, but it's like very similar. Like Very hey, real reaction. I think the reason why it made me laugh so much is because it just felt like such a real reaction. <laughs> right. I think that's the reaction any sane person would have in a death match against somebody the size of our troop. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I just so, I wanted to bring that up really quick because it 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 legitimately made me laugh out loud. No, yeah, no, that was yeah. I forgot about it, but once you said, I was like, "Oh yeah, that was hilarious." 
Um, all right. So what else? Um, so we still got the MJF and CM Punk payoff, but is there anything else that we're missing? Um, right now. I mean, like Archer came out, chokeslam Page on that steel ring steps, which looked like it fucking hurt. Yeah, um, that was not like I'd never seen anybody choke some somebody on the side of the steps like that. That was really cool. Yeah, looking. that was really cool looking at it. Oh, Jesus, it looked like it hurt so much. Um, it was a really good blackout into the table too. That looked really yeah, cool. yeah, Jericho calling out Santana and Ortiz. And doing like a, we're having a inner circle team meeting in the ring. Attendance I mandatory. Give, I want to give AEW credit in that, like, because in the Sammy Guevara thing that was happening on Rampage, they they always keep the logic of the fact that Jericho is like Guevara's partner, like that Jericho said that he wasn't going to run down unless they touched him, but if they get too close to him, he's going to have to be like the big brother. Even mm-hmm. though that like they weren't going to do that storyline wise, I think WWE a lot of times if they have that and they're not going to use it, they just won't address it. You know yeah. I mean? So I really wanted to point out that it's really cool that they addressed it and like made it a part of the thing, even though they weren't going to go in that direction. So. Yeah. No. 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 I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I'm I'm glad when that. It makes me really happy when stuff like that gets like pointed out. Yeah. Because just it wouldn't make sense otherwise. Like, why the fuck are you friends? Yeah. I am I am very uh I'm very intrigued to see what happens with the with the inner circle meeting. Because mm-hmm. like realistically like there's they're yeah. a faction technically. Yeah, they don't like Hager's been off working on his MMA fight, so Right. It hasn't been Sam Guevara's doing the title and then Jericho's mostly doing commentary now. Yeah. So I could easily see them like like I said, pushing Maybe not on this week's thing, but pushing Santana Ortiz heel overall, and maybe re- not reforming LAX, but re- you know, making a faction. Well, that would be I don't yeah. know how they pull that off. Well, I mean, you could at least just put them with Kingston and you know, give them a new name, I guess, or just call them Pride and Powerful, whatever. But mm, you could do that. But whatever, I, I seeing Kingston as oh. their manager or their third, basically. You know what they could do since he's been trying to get people anyways mm-hmm. and it didn't work out with Penta and Phoenix yeah, they don't it. really speak very good English but they do Santana and Ortiz yeah. that, like that faction like Andrade as like the lead Santana Ortiz and then Kingston as like the fourth manager slash like crazy person like that's yeah, I don't know about that. that. I don't. I don't know about Kingston being with them. I don't. He personality-wise, I don't think that's a good fit. But I think it could work. I think you could figure out a way to make it work. But even if you don't want to do that, but yes, you're right. That makes a lot more sense, and a lot more than a lot of what's going on with the HFO. So yeah. Um. Yeah. So okay, I think that pretty much covers most of what's been going on in the card. Yeah, um, I think all we have left is the is the match. I mean, besides the women's titles, which for the most part, um, Jade Carkill has just been dominant at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Jade uh, Cargill. What do you? Oh, actually, speaking of which, um, there is a little bit of not really news, but mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of info with her. Um, that's pretty recent. She gave a, she did like a interview. Of some sort, 
And in that interview, she talked about how the both like AEW obviously is the ones that signed her, but WWE was also really interested in her. Because obviously, I mean, uh, like, yeah. but they, they, she, she, in the interview, she talked about like when she talked to them and everything and like what they said. And basically, this is pretty, it's, it's, it, it's, it's classic WWE, but like it's, it's also crazy. When they talked to her, they were like, so apparently they were like, so uh, is it true you have a kid? She was like, yeah. Like, how's that gonna work? <laughs> and she was like, "What? Well, I mean, I, what?" <laughs> she was like, I, "We, we, we, you know, we have tutors and like full time and like you know, like full time nannies and stuff like any other like wrestler with a child, wrestler whatever with yeah. a child would have." She's like, "You know, me and my like spouse, significant other, whatever, you know, can travel together and like, you know, she made it sound." Obviously, she was like, you know, we'll move to Orlando or whatever. You know, like we'll, right. that's like not an issue at all. Like we can obviously make that work. And she was like, over and over again, she's like, that that literally is a zero issue. And they kept saying, but 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 how is that going to work? And apparently, they they said that like several times. And and apparently, she said that at one point, whoever she was talking to said. That's that's all well and good, but we want you to know that WWE is your family. Oh, Jesus. And she was like, right. Yeah, this is a job, dude. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that, that's, that's a bit of a tip that we can give that if you've never heard that before, if you ever work at a job where they say we're family, you should leave that job. You should yeah. leave it right away. Um, yeah, no, that's, I saw like the, like that they wanted to sign like a hundred page contract and that it seemed to annoy them that she didn't need wrestling or, you know what I mean? She, oh yeah, she that too. She, that like, yeah, she was like, indi- she was already like individually wealthy. Like she didn't, you know, like she's, she doesn't need wrestling, which is kind of yeah. interesting and kind of cool because it means that she enjoys it. Yeah. Which is one thing I was never really all that sure about, you know? Yeah. No, that makes sense. Because, like, she does, she comes off, a lot of former athletes come off that way where it's like they're just doing it because they want a paycheck because they can't do what they did before. But if she's already got wealth and she's choosing to do this anyway, it means that she wants to do it for whatever reason. Yeah, which is really cool. But yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. But she's she's already like individually wealthy. She doesn't need to wrestle, and yeah, apparently that like really upset them. I mean, I, I don't know why they just let a woman that's exactly that's... like that win the Royal Rumble. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, 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 in my mind, I like to think that like that she, they heard her say that, and they in their heads they were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We can't have two Ronda Rouseys. That's that's that's, that's ridiculous." That's, a bit ridiculous. We have Brock Lesnar, you know. We can't. We can't just be doing all that. It's even more funny to me because I just saw a thing from Mick Foley talking about how awesome it was because he like listed off like seven or eight, I think, people that were in the Royal Rumble that were all moms, and the fact <laughs> the fact that it was such a big deal that Jade had a daughter at the time. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. Um, yeah. No, I didn't read the whole interview, but yeah, I, I, she made the right choice. I don't know how else she yeah, could have. Yeah, one million percent. 
One million percent. I may not be the biggest Jade Cargill fan, but like, yeah. good for you. You made the right choice. Yeah. I um, wouldn't wish the WWE on my worst enemy, so. And uh, it looks like we're kind of building towards the um, maybe the end of Britt Baker's title reign, too, because she just came out after the uh, Martinez Thunder Rosa match and you yeah. know, told Martinez to take her out, which seems very clear where that's leading. Right. So, so yeah, I, and we've already predicted that if uh, Thunder Rosa gets a title shot, that we're, we're assuming she's the one that takes the title. So, yeah, I would assume so. So, I mean, Brit's had it for a while now. Yeah, it could be as soon as Revo- uh, Revolution because it's not that far off. Yeah, so, it could happen. All right, well, we'll just have to see she how that plays out. She's so, she's so pop. I mean, she doesn't need the title. She's so popular. No. The title might need her still, honestly, but we won't well, know unless it gets on somebody else. That's true. I have a feeling that Thunder Rosa um, will be able to carry the title and carry well. I, I don't think she'll be as popular as uh, Britt, but she'll definitely carry it as yeah. a good champion. Yeah, I don't think she's anywhere near as good on the mic, which is a problem. But I mean, yeah. she's so good in ring that, I mean, that kind of yeah. makes up for it. Yeah, and she honestly, she doesn't have to be because um, most of her like feuds boil down to her character wanting to fight everybody. So Yeah. So. My name is Thunder Rosa and I love to fight. Uh, All right, so that would bring us around back to CM Punk and MJF. Um, So I'm just going to say it. I had a feeling that you weren't going to like it, but at the same time, it legitimately made me, like, so happy for them to do the choke out, um, like, old school. It felt like a Roddy Piper and then to the choke out to the three arm drops because and then it was obviously a false finish but you were really sad about it pisses me off so much okay just help me understand why because to me i was just i was like transported back to like 1980 with roddy piper you know what i will tell you me. exactly why <laughs> because in every other scenario uh-huh. even if the like even with the ref seeing the string afterwards or whatever, mm. the match was called. The match was over. That's it. Okay. You but specifically for this situation, because right. storyline required it, they changed literally. They changed what every wrestling match is, or basically, or whatever, for this moment. Mm. That stuff like that bothers the hell out of me. Like, if you want to make that the finish, or, I mean, if you want to make that happen and have the three arms drop or whatever, right? you have them you have them beat the sh- holy hell out of each other like they did, and then you put that as the actual finish at the end. Right. You know, but- like, I... I just can't... I can't get behind something like that. Okay. I mean, I, I get your point. I do. I can understand why that would annoy you. Um, for me, I just like, I have enough precedent in my head, especially with big matches where the restart doesn't offend me. If it happened on just like a random 
fucking Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. That's fine. But this is a buildup of weeks and weeks and weeks. And the commentary constantly hits that point. So when you have a match with that much buildup, um, there's plenty of precedent of, oh, we're not going to do a cheap finish if the ref catches it. We're going to uh, restart the match. So I'm not as mad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get, I get your point. I get like, I do understand how that can be annoying. I think for me, this was done well enough that I don't have that same like. No, I, I think it could have been done so much better. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think so. That section, like, just, just have yeah, it, we're... like, just have it be the two arm drops, and then him have it up for the third. Just do it. Just do it the normal way. Like, I'd rather mm-hmm. have that happen then have the arms fall three times and have that be, whoa, that actually happened for the first time in forever, and then have it completely canceled out just because the ref saw the evidence mm-hmm. after the fact. Right. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I that's also... For me personally, just for me personally, that's worse. Right. And because of the way the match eventually does end for real, I don't think you needed that finish in there, even yeah. though I liked it. I don't think you needed it. You could have cut that out without any real issue. Because um, we already know MJF's going to cheat. So yeah, like but um, odds fucking yeah, it just pisses me off. But taking oh, that out of the match itself was fucking fantastic. Oh, so amazing. I want to talk about Sting still having it? Like yeah, like CM um, Punk showed in that match that he is clearly s- still very, very, very good. I think this is the first time I've ever seen it because I didn't get to see him on the Indies. He hit the Pepsi plunge for yeah. the first time in 17 years. Which, like I said, I feel like that might be the first time I watch it because I never saw him on the Indies, so he never did in there to be. I didn't right. realize it it's was basically an avalanche. Yeah, so yeah, it's basically it's an avalanche pedigree, which is disgusting. Which, which, by the way, knowing now that that's the name he gave that move, I fucking love it like a million percent more um, already. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so just, I don't know, it was amazing back and forth. Like, it was again one of those matches where every, you know, couple months, this one's just a week later, two weeks later, whatever it was. And it's like, oh yeah, AEW's putting on a match that I haven't seen in forever if it wasn't for AEW. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the, the ending with uh, Wardlow coming out. And I actually really like the fact, because I think they did it on purpose. I mean, they did, and it worked out really well. I like the fact that when you first watched it, you didn't see Wardlow handing off the ring. I definitely think that was on purpose. Yeah, which I assume that was so definitely too. on purpose. Um, which is amazing, right? So that lets you just play: will he, won't he? You know, help MGF really, even though he's already done it. At yeah, that point. exactly. It was so good, and especially because we've been having this buildup of him, like having more and more issues with MJF. Right. And like him coming out and then him just like backing away. Which it's like, oh shit, he's really like he's really at it. I have to back up a minute just because I have to talk about the promo where after um Wardlow grabbed MJF for poking him in the chest the week after MJF just nonchalantly says, I'm gonna have to dock your pay, big man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just made me laugh to no end. Like it was like, oh my god, he's so good at being an asshole. <laughs> he really is. I uh, I will I will say I do appreciate the fact that after Wardlow helped him, 
and MJF was celebrating in the ring, Wardlow would look kind of just like, ugh. I'd like, like, yeah, he didn't look just like, but he also didn't just look conflicting. He was like, well, it's a fucking paycheck. Like, he didn't look happy about it. But he yeah, also well, look yeah, so, yeah he, looked, he looked like, yeah, it's, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm getting paid. It's literally the uh, Flintstones. Eh, it's a living. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, Which, man, I still, I cannot wait until that blows off. And then you also get, and it's just another thing to add to MJF's fucking talking pile that he gets to be the guy, the first guy to beat CM Punk in AEW. Yeah. Like, that's fucking awesome. Um, Man, they are, I mean, he's, I mean, for good reason. He is, like, easily the best heel in wrestling. Yeah. But, like, but, like, man, he is being set up so fucking strong. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if he's not the next AEW champion. Like, if he's not the guy that takes out Adam Page. Yeah. Like, that seems what everything's building towards. Absolutely. Um, I think so, too. And, yeah, I think he'll be the next champion. And then I think eventually Wardlow is going to split, and I think Wardlow will take it from MJF eventually. Oh, you think? I don't know. Like, I can definitely see that. I just don't know if Wardlow will be, like, ready as a singles push to take the title at that point. But maybe. I don't know if he'll be ready or not, but I think that's what they're going to do. Well, let's see. I but, think it's um, going to be – and, I mean, I'm all for it, but I think it's going to be a classic, like, right. Triple H, Batista type thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Which again, I'm all for. No, I'm, Wardlow being the champion is not even like if he stays with the company, it's not even a question of if, it's when. I'm just curious if they would do it that quickly. That's all. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be that quickly. That's true. It, yeah, Paige could hold on to it for a while, and then MGF could hold on for a longer time. So, yeah. Although I will say, I don't know if I can real because realistically, that's like a two to three year thing in the future. Yeah. And I don't know if I can see Wardlow really being there with not not with the company. I mean, like being with MJF for that long. Yeah, yeah, that would be a long time. I, I mean, feel like that's got to blow up before that. But with an MJF title reign, he might need Wardlow there while he has the title. I mean, I, he doesn't need him, but you know what I mean. Like for the storyline purposes, yeah. I can see Wardlow saving his title several times. Also, maybe maybe. We overestimate just how long of a title reign Paige has. Maybe his title reign is actually pretty short. Yeah, you know, true. maybe he 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 beat he he beat Brian Danielson. Right. Obviously, he's going to beat Lance Archer. But you know, after that, maybe he defends the title once or twice more successfully and loses mm-hmm. it to MJF. Yeah, we can't assume that AEW is always going to do these epically long, you know, reigns. Yeah. Exactly. Might throw in a few shorter ones. I mean, honestly, you know, if your company's first title reign, I was right. going to say, for, as, a, as like a first title reign for Paige, like, you know, it right. makes kind of sense. He, Especially if you're trying to build him, because, like, part of Paige's, I think Paige is doing a good job, but I think he isn't at the, the level that I was hoping for. So part mm-hmm. of trying to get him to that level could be having MJF steal the title from him. Yeah. Um, in whatever MJF fashion he will, and then fighting to get that back over some time. Because I think that's part of what Paige has done really well and has proven to do really well is fighting over a long period to get to the title. So Yeah, yeah absolutely. It might be a good way to get him back to the chase. You know? um, yeah. 
So I think that pretty much that covers us up until as we're recording. Um, um, there is one other thing. I know it sucks that we didn't talk about it before this main thing, but there right. was one other little thing I wanted to bring up. Okay. It's probably not going to end up happening, but just the fact that, that the wrestler brought it up as a possibility mm-hmm. made me, made me splooge. <laughs> and what did you think about Brian Danielson not wanting to fight John Moxley? Oh, but right. wanting to team up with John Moxley, and then brought up the idea of them taking in a uh, like a Lee Moriarty and a Dante right. Martin and training them under them. I I really love the idea as like a beginning to a storyline. Um, I don't know how like that's another thing that doesn't make sense if it were actually going to happen as a character thing. So, but I do love the idea of that starting the. Um, storyline between the two, but I don't think. Oh it's yeah, that's going definitely to what's going to happen. Like it's right. not; they're not actually going to team up or anything, right? But like, like that's obviously just the start of their like their one on one. Actually, but, as as you look at his personality and his wrestling, the way he likes to be as a wrestler, it's amazing that um, John Moxley became so well known for a group in the Shield. Like on paper, now that I know a lot more about him, that should never have worked. At all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, you know what's kind of cool? Um, we can. I mean, we're we. That's pretty much all the news. But like, I wanted to just bring up one little thing really quick. Mm-hmm. And I think this is already like this is per, this is already a really really well known fact. But I think mm-hmm. it's it it it's not really like be, because they're in different companies now and everything. I think it's kind of forgotten right. just how like close Roman Reigns and John Moxley are. Yeah, like, like those. I mean, and obviously, like Seth Rollins is like really good friends with both of them too. But apparently, like Reigns and Moxley in particular are like, are like bros, are like best, right. like best bros. Right. Which yeah, no, kind of surprises me. Like it makes sense, I guess. But like at the same time, it's like when you look at their person, at least like what I understand is their personalities. It's like they don't seem all that similar. Yeah, no, you're right. They, like the shield, like I said, the shield was awesome, but on paper with those three personalities, it doesn't seem like it should have worked. Yeah, but it totally did. So it's one of those. Speed by all way, we need is Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns to leave the WWE and reform the shield with John Moxley and AEW. Woo-hoo. I'm sure that'll happen. You know, no time. Um, oh, but yeah. speaking of the shield, just another random thing to throw in there, and again showing that the only good part there to me really is Roman Reigns. I like I didn't watch the match, but I absolutely love the fact that Seth Rollins used the shield entrance for the Royal Rumble match. <laughs> oh yeah, oh man, I actually have to. I didn't. I, I didn't watch it. I heard <laughs> about it, but I didn't actually see it. I, I really want to. I really need to go and just watch that part. Yeah. No, that honestly, if I were like, if I were smart, that would have been the match I would have actually watched. Um, yeah. But whatever. But yeah, I did see that, and it, it just made me laugh. And I really thought that yeah, was. Yeah, I'm really gonna fun have to go watch idea. that match for sure. All right. So I think yeah, because we're about an hour and a half in, we could probably still do yep. the question, but that's usually about what we do for these. So I think we can skip. Yeah, we're, I mean, we've time. already gone longer than what we usually go for this. Yeah, like so, the new, like this, this segment usually goes about an hour, if that. And right. so, and yeah, we, we, we killed it. To answer a question, so I think we're good. Yeah, there's so much. There was just so much we had to. 
We had such a backup of like, there's just so much pressure. We had to get out. So much, oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were just so backed up. We were just so backed up. And, yeah. you know, every once in a while, you just need to do a wrestling laxative. You know what I mean? No, uh, that, that's that's we're not naming the show that it's going to stay at chaos and ringside. So, um, yeah, so I don't have an idea yet for next week's uh, chaos everywhere. I have a couple of ideas, but I think we're going to talk about them off air and figure out what we want to do. Um, but Monday will be Star Trek Voyager on Chaos Fall Frontier, and um, I'm also talking to our good friend DJ Madman about finding some time to record bank stuff and just you know, random stuff to sprinkle in there with he and I. So, um, yeah, other than that, I think everybody should have a good night. Thanks Derek Bowman for the theme song. Follow us on chaos pod show at, uh, on Twitter. Follow me at last Gilchrist one on Twitter or at last Gilchrist on TikTok. And, um, yeah, I hope everybody's telling people about us and just saying, wow, these weird, random white dudes have some really interesting opinions. I know that's most podcasts, but just tell them to listen to this one specifically. This Ah. one. (laughs) Do it. Do you have anything else you want to add, buddy? Listen. Oh, God. Please. Oh, God. (laughs) Sorry. Just For some reason, I just flashed to Jack Black in uh, Tropic Thunder saying, I'll suck your dick. (laughs) I'll stroke the shaft. Gargle the gravy. Oh, I need to rewatch that movie too because that's just hilarious. Yeah. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Deuces.